The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Megillah has been dedicated by our good friend Mr. Stephen and his wife Gila Israel, a charter member of our Daf Yomi Shi'ud, for the Hatzlacha of both sets of parents. And of course, their dear children. Hashem, Yishmerem, Vihayem, and Bezat Hashem, they should have continued success. Aslahav, Harvaha, Bechol, Maase, Yedehem. This Masechet also has been dedicated by Stephen and his wife, Le'ilun Nishmat Adel Bat Roza, and Le'ilun Nishmat Sarah Bat Adel. Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Hen Vichol Benot Israel Ashavot Amahem Bechol Rahamim Vasilihot Venomar Amen. Daf Kav Gima, today's Daf is being studied. Lelu Nishmat Avraham Ben Esther Ruach Hashem Tanihem Began Eden Amen. Today's Daf is being studied. Rufua Shirema Yosef Ben Sarash Oveni Tua Hayom Enna Refanelo Enna Refanelo Enna Refanelo Rufata Nefesh Rufata Guf Rufata we begin today's daf on Chavgim al-Amud Rishon And we start on the first line Quote from the Mishnah B'yom Tov, Kippurim, Shisha So in Yom Tov they send up five Orim And in Yom Kippur they send up six Matnitin Mani, who's the author of our Mishnah? Lo Rabbi Ishmael ve lo Rabbi Akiva Neither Rabbi Ishmael nor Rabbi Akiva Detanya we have a Braita B'yom Tov, Hamisha B'yom Kippurim, Shisha Shabbat Shabbat, right? It's five, six, seven. Yom Tov five, Yom Kippur six, Shabbat seven. Em pochatin mehem. You cannot send up less than that. Ve'en mosifin anehen. Nor can you send up more. Debrer bishmael. Biakiva omer biyom tov hamisha. Ubiyom Kippurim shiva. On Yom Kippurim he says seven. Uv Shabbat shisha. And on Shabbat shisha, en pochatin mehem. You cannot send less. Aval. Mosifin alein, but you can send more. So the Gemara says, "Mani, who's the author of our Mishnah?" Ir Bishmael. If you're going to say it's Bishmael, Kashya Tosefet. She says, even though the numbers are correct, five, six, seven, five Yom Tov, six Kippur, seven Shabbat, but he said, "En Mosifin, you can't add." Where our Mishnah said, "You may add." So it cannot be Ir Bishmael. Ir Biakiva, Kashya Shisha Veshivah. Whenever you're going to say it's Rabbi Akiva, but he has six and seven the other way. He has six for Shabbat and seven for Kippur. It's a Tana from the Yeshiva of Rabbi Ishmael. That's the author of our Mishnah. We have a Tana from the Midrash of Ishmael. Beyom Tov Hamisha. Beyom Kippurim Shisha. Be Shabbat Shvaa. And Pochatin Mehen. You cannot send up us aval mosifin alim, but you can send up more. No, that's very good. That's exactly our Mishnah. Devrei Rabbi Ishmael, and that's quoting the student of Rabbi Ishmael, the name of Rabbi Ishmael. So the Gemara says, Kasha, Rabbi Ishmael, Rabbi Ishmael. Now we have a stira because the first time with Rabbi Ishmael, even though the numbers were the same, however he said in mosifin alim. Now we have a statement of Rabbi Ishmael that says five, six, seven, and you are being mosif. So the Gemara says, Tretanae aliba. The Rabbi Ishmael. We have to say that there was two Tanaim that heard from Rabbi Ishmael that they are shitot, and that's why they quoted what they said. Okay. Now, uh, let's read. Let's read some of the Mefashim over here. On the statement that said, "En pochatin mehen, aval mosifin alehen." 
Okay, so he said you can add to the Haliyot. Right? He says, but the Vrayer Ashin there is Shirak Beotam Yim Sheshpen Bitul Melacha and Mosifinah Minyan Ekeruim. Which is the only time you don't add to the Aliyot is on a day that there's work. So we don't want to matriach the Sibur from being, uh, you know, delayed from their work. That would be like on a Monday, on a Thursday, Rosh Chodesh, Chod Amor'ed. On those days there's uh, work, so therefore the Aliyot are what they are, three or four. Avab Yamim Tobim Vyom Kippurim Shabbat, all three. That's what she was masra in the Mishnah. That the additional aliyot are based on is it a work day or not. He wanted to say the only day you can be mosif that An holds is on Shabbat. How come you can't be mosif on Yom Tov and um, Kippur? If you're going to add to those days, it's going to come out, they're going to be equivalent to Shabbat. Shabbat you can add because there's nothing more than Shabbat. Shabbat's the highest. So if we're adding, it'll always be different. However, if you're going to add to Kippur, it's going to be like Shabbat. You're going to add to, to Yom Tov, it'll be like Shabbat. We want Shabbat to be special. So the Ran wants to learn, argues on that sheep. This is a fantastic Mahlong Lishunim over here. But she when it says Mosifin, it's going on all three. Yom Tov, Yom Kippurim, and Shabbat. Whereas according to the Ran, Mosifin is only going back on Shabbat. So there's a question that the Kivega asks. Kivega asks like this. In Ken, Rabbi Akiva, Shuvim Kippurim, Olim Shiva. According to Rabbi Akiva, right? He said Yom Kippur has seven. Hayalanu Lomar Shub Shabbat in Mosifin, Shelo Yishve Liyom Kippur. Which means, according to Rabbi Akiva, it should come out that on Shabbat you should not add, because now we want to keep Kippur special. We should be able to add as much as we want to Kippur. If you look at the Braita, the way according to Akiva Shitat said, Biyom Tov Hamisha, Biyom Kippurim Shiva, Ub Shabbat Shisha, I put Shabbat less, and then it said, En Pohatim Min Aval Mosifin Alein. It's Masma that the Mosifin is going back on. Shabbat. Otherwise, why did the Biakiva write it that way? Right in the order of Aliyot. He put, uh, he put uh, uh, Yom Tov, five. And then he puts Kippur, seven. Then he goes back, Shabbat, six. And Pohatin of Mosifin. Which is Mashma. You can only be Mosif on Shabbat. So he leaves him the question. He says, he doesn't understand that uh, why wouldn't you be able to, why would you be able to add to Shabbat? The Chavarai should be only able to add for Kippur based on the Sevarah of the Ran. Okay, comes the Gemara and continues. So basically, the author of our Mishnah is Rabbi Ishmael. Comes the Gemara and continues. Man Tana Tanya. Who's the author of the following Braita? Biyum Tov Me'acharin Labo Umimaharim Latset. Okay, on Yom Tov, regarding uh, what time do you go to the synagogue? Go early, you go late. So the Gemara says like this. On Yom Tov, you go late. 
Ma'harim Lamo. They start synagogue later. Why would they start later? Now she says, because you have to prepare the Sodat Yom Tov. You have to keep in mind, on Yom Tov, you're allowed to cook, you're allowed to prepare. So they gave them like a little dispensation, they'll start Minyan a little later that day, in order to give them a chance to, you know, set up the Sodat uh, for Yom Tov. Umi Ma'harim, that's it. And also, they come out early. Yom Tov, you don't belabor the people in the synagogue. Ma'harim, that's it. They come in late, and they go out early. Why? Subhat Yom Tov, you don't want them to be here. Bi'inui. Now, Biyom Kippurim is the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. You come early, and you come out, you leave late. But Shabbat is somewhere in the middle. You come early. So that she says, what do you have to come early for? Which, because there's no preparation of uh, food. All the food already is prepared from before. You can't cook on Shabbat. So you have no preparations really. So come early. Why? So very interesting that she, that she says, it's nice to go to the synagogue early on Shabbat in order to pray Shema at around the time of Vatikin. So here's a proof of the early Minyanim on Shabbat. However, that's it. You also come out early as well. Why? Because of the Samcha of Onik Shabbat, as she says. So the Gebarah wants to so who's the author of this statement? So the Gebarah is going to say like this. From the fact that it says on Yom Kippurim Me'aharim, you come out late, that must be Rabbi Akiva that says on Yom Kippurim you have the extra aliyah. You have seven aliyot. So that's the, that's the extra Me'aharim that is talking about on Kippur. Let us say this is going like Rabbi Akiva. There is an extra aliyah on Kippur. That's why it says by Kippur Me'aharim Lavo. Kippur says no. Afidu Tehma Rabbi Ishmael. Then afish sidurad yoma. She's even can go to Bishmael. Even without that extra aliyah, you have sidurad yoma. You have the soul seder avodav yom kippur. Right? The musaf yom kippur is very long. So therefore, even without the extra aliyah, it's still going to be a very long prayer because of all the viduim and the seder avodat yom. So therefore, it can be even going like Rabbi Ishmael. The uh, the Fashim over here, the Prihadash, asks a question on Shittat Rashi over here. Shittat Rashi said, the reason why we come late on Yom Tov is because we're preparing the food for the Sa'udah. So we need time to, you know, cook and do, do those things. So the Prihadash says, what are you talking about? How could you do your needs before Tefillah? You have to cook before you pray? They're giving you a dispensation. Come late to Shul on Yom Tov because uh, you're preparing. So he says, what do you mean? You're doing your Tzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzitzit
So the Gemara says, Peligi bar Bitzchak ben Nachmani v'had de'imeh. It's argument between Bitzchak ben Nachmani and the one that was with him. Umanu, who was the one that was with him? Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi. Ve'amri la Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi. And some say no, the opposite. Rabbi Shimon ben Pazi v'had de'imeh. And the one that was with him. Umanu, Rabbi Bitzchak ben Nachmani. Ve'amri la Rabbi Shimon ben Nachmani. Okay. Had Amar keneged berkat koanim. One rabbi says, "Kenegid berkat koanim." What is berkat koanim? If you look in the berkat koanim, the first pasuk has three words. The second pasuk has five words, and the third pasuk has seven words. So it's three, five, and seven. So they made the aliyot uh, on those respective days. Kenegid berkat koanim. So you're going to ask, uh, what's the connection between Kiryat Sefer Torah and berkat koanim? So the the mefarshim explained over here is like this. Boom, there's Beracha. Therefore, there's a connection between Berkat Kwanim and the Aliyot of those days. Comes the next Shitan says, The Hadamar, Keneget Shelosha, Shomre Asaf, Hamisha, Miroe Pnea Melech, Veshivara, Roe Pnea Melech. The protocol in the king's palace, when I quote Rashi, it's actually a Hashverosh. You have three Shomre Asaf, those are the ones that stand by the uh, threshold. Guards. Then you have Hamisha Miro Epenei Melech. You have uh, five that are from the ones that are able to go inside to see the king. And then you have Veshva Ro Epenei Melech. Those even closer ones that are, they see him constantly, like the advisors. So therefore, you have three, five, and seven. The protocol of a palace. So that's where they got the Aliyot. So Rashi says over here, Hamisha Miro Epenei Melech Veshva Ro Epenei Melech Shiva Ehem Kedichtiv Shiva Tzare Parasu Madai. Which means we say in Megillat Esther, the seven sarim, uh, uh, seven officers of Parasumadai, umehem yesh hamisha hashuvim. Which means uh, of the seven that she's learning, five of them are hashuvim. Which is also the kingdom of Akash Baruch Hu. So, so man, just like uh, God is the king, so therefore we set up the Adiyot, uh, connected the uh, these numbers over there. Tosfot, the second Tosfot, it says Shivaru Epen Amelik. So it comes out by the way, the five are more Hashub than the seven. Seven is the general group. The five of them are considering you know, the, the, the more important ones. And anyway, Tosfot can accept Rashi Shitaya. Perusha Kundras, the Hashverosh, right? The, the, the she learns going back to the Hashverosh. Bekasha, Lomash Teknu Akim Kenegid Anyanosh Lotor Ashak. So I'm going to make a Takana now based on Hajverosh's Minhag that he had the 3, 5, and 7. What kind of business this? So those forces the Hippolyte of Erotam, Otanik, Katrin, Besivli, Yirmiya, or Menachim. Okay, we have other sources for the 3, 5, and 7 based on the Nevi'im, and we're following, uh, we're following that, uh, that Shita. Only question is, the Gemara conspicuously left out 6. Give you three, five, and seven. What about six? Let's look at the top of the foot. Aval, Mishisha should Yom Kippurim, Lobae, Adlekaman. The Gemara is not going to discuss the six of you later on. Kasha, Amai Lobae. Okay, so the six, no, no problem. Aval, Amai Lobae, Midalach, Rosh Hodesh, Kenegid me. 
V'chayet shecholos u'moed. Okay, but what about the four? Don't we have no shcholos is four? Don't we have shcholos u'moed is four? I can mean give us a logic for that. V'yeshua dekim li detamad demosif ashib letfu yachad gabra. Which is, we have no problem on the Shodesh and Cholom since there's Musaf. So it makes sense to add one Aliyah. You want to go from three to four, we have no problem. But you got to tell me, first of all, the starting point, three. Why don't you tell me the starting point is two and you give me a logic. I have no problem to say you're going to add one to make it four. But to add two to five, what's the logic? But to add uh, three from four, to add four from three to make it seven, uh, what's the logic? You need to add one, the Gibraltar can accept it. Okay, Hanuman is more, uh, has an extra item. Has to be like Musaf. Okay, boom, add an extra aliyah. However, just because it's karet and sekida and has something extra like that, to add so many more aliyot, that already we needed a, uh, we needed a source for that. There's a very interesting Bet Yosef. The Bet Yosef writes, what's the reason why we metaken seven olim for Shabbat? So he says like this, because it's possible a person, for whatever reason, wasn't able to make it to synagogue for that week. And because he didn't make it to synagogue, he did not hear Barichu for seven days. So therefore, to make up for the Barichu that he missed for seven days, they were again seven olim, so he could answer seven times. Interesting why, to show you the importance of the Barichu. To make up the Barichus that you might have missed uh, because of uh, not being in the Minyan. And anybody anyway, that continues... Tani Rabbi Yosef. Tani Rabbi Yosef. We have a, a statement from Rabbi Yosef. Gimal Hamisha Bishfah. The three, five, and the seven. Shenosha, Shemini Asaf. Those are the three that stand by the threshold. Hamisha, Meru'ep, and Amelech. From the ones that see the king, that's the more Hashuv ones. Shemah, Meru'ep, and Amelech. So you're following the protocol of kings. So Amalek Abayes, Abayes, when you heard this from Rabbi Yosef, he says, Ada Idana, Maita Amalek, Parishlan Mor. Until now, can you give us this interpretation? This is an unbelievable explanation. How come you held us back from us? I didn't know you needed it. She means I would have told it to you. I'm not withholding information. No, I didn't know you didn't know it. And then Rabbi Yosef says, Did you ever ask me something? I didn't tell you the answer. She says, I'm withholding information. I gave you all the hadusim. I didn't know you needed it. That's why I didn't say it. Uh, now, Tosafot cannot accept the word Mina'ah. Mina'ah sounds like he was a mean. Mean is a pikoros. So the Gebara would not call him by his name then. Because we know we have a rule, Shem Lesha'im Yirkad. So we would not call him Ya'akov Mina'ah. We would say, Ya'ahu Mina'ah. This mean. So therefore he wants to change it to Matza'ah. Matza'ah could be came from a certain place. Okay, so he changes that. Hani Shisha. He did a mat maker. Oh, Matzah? He wants to say he was a mat maker. Okay, that's fine. Some say he came from the place of uh, Mina. So Mina, he came from the place of Mina. It was in his place, wasn't it? It wasn't that it was in Apikoros. Okay, Ya'abetz. Good, so what this one says Matzah means he made Matzahot. He made uh, mats. Okay, give his question was Shisha. Then we can put him connected me. The six of Yom Kippur connected me. That's the. Uh, What's the Hashbon? Amar de keneket shisha she'amdu mimino shel Ezra v'shisha misimolo. Okay, and Ezra Sofer in one of his speeches he had six standing on the right side of him and six standing on the left side. Sheneimar ve'yamod Ezra Sofer on Megdal Eitz asher asu 
Right, he stood on the Migdalites, on the Bima, uh, on the stage, so to speak. Asher Asru, Ladavar, for this, for Yahamud, it's who stood next to him. Matatya, Veshema, Vahanaya, Veuria, Vehadkiya, Umasiya, Aliminot. Those are six on his right side. Umisimolo, Pedaya, Umishael, Umalkiya, Vehashum, Vehashpadana, Zechariya, Mishulam. Well, by the way, the, on the rough side, it's counted seven. So the Gibara says, Gibara says, Hani Shivahavu, seven. Hainu Zechariah, Hainu Mishulam. Zechariah and Mishulam are the same person. Tamai Karu Mishulam, why they call Zechariah Mishulam? The Mishlam, his deeds were perfect. Tamim Bibasav, Mishlam. And if you look at the Pazuk, it's Meduyeket. Because on each one, it puts a Vav. Umalkiya, Vehashum, Vehashpadana. Then it says Zechariah, Mishulam. Implying that Mishulam is Zechariah, so therefore it is the same person. So they've connected the six that stood by the side of Azaz uh, Sofer. So that's where you get the uh, Anyan. Comes the Gemara now and discusses Alakha. Tarun Banan. Akol Olin, Leminyan Shiba. Uh-huh. Everybody can go up as one of the seven olim. That's on Shabbat. Vafilu katan, even a minor. Vafilu isha, even a lady. Haval amru hakamim isha lo tukra Torah. But the rabbi said a lady should not read the Torah. Mepene kavod sibur because of the kavod of the sibur. It's not kavod. You have a lady come read in front of the uh, people. So therefore, they, yeah, could tukra. In the old days, when you go to the seven Torah. There's to read. So therefore, it's like everybody go up to the Torah. A katan and isha, but a lady, they don't do it because of kavod. And to understand uh, some of this halakha uh, over here, all the Rishonim ask, what are you talking? How can you say that they can go up to the Torah, they're not mechoyab adavar. Katan is al-chayab in the mitzvot. Isha, she's also petura from, uh, let's say, Talmud Torah, from this mitzvah. So what's the logic? So the Me'idi wants to say like this: Kriyat Torah in Sarich Elul Hashmi Aliyam. The whole mitzvah Torah is that the Sibur hears it. The Enzu Mitzvah Gemurah Kishar Mitzvot Shneemar Ba Shekosh Shenu Meoyav Enu Motzi. Me'idi wants to put the Hayyuv of Sefer Torah in a different category. You heard it, even though you heard it from somebody that's not Hayyuv, but doesn't matter. It's not, it doesn't work with the same uh, rules that you cannot be Motzi somebody unless you yourself are. But that's a, that's a different type of Anyan. The Rivash has a different explanation. Rivash says like this: Shatam she ishav v'katan olim lemian shivah u'mepteh she'ena kud bekim b'kriyat Torah. Go find somebody who knows how to read Sefer Torah. It's very hard. Not everybody knows. Lachin lotrich v'tasimul avish shivah gedolim ayudim l'kol b'Torah. They didn't now make a tircha. Go find seven adults. Already it's hard to find people. Even if you can find the katan, go, let him read. If Hansel knows how to read, let him read it. Maybe I can find seven readers, seven gedolim. Right? So they made it easy for you. They opened up the, uh, the pool a little more. Okay, Isha and uh, katan. Now, how many could you send them? Could you send them all katanim? So it's katan ole, leminyan. Sounds like just to f- finish the uh, seven. So the Ran says over here, Shemi Khurim Lahalot Bhtil Lashlimi Mahalima Kurim. About the Ifshad Shikula Kurim Yun Nashim or Kitanim. Ah, that's that's very clear. Olelimyan. They can complete the seven, but not the entire seven. Okay? 
Demi'id, he says over here, Sheyesh Mefashim, Shesarich Lekol Apot, Shebena Kiruim Gadol Echad. Every time you send the Katana, you got to put a Gadol in between. So you can't even send two Katanim uh, the same uh, the same time. Now, the Mefashim over here, Tosafot and Rosh Hashanah, actually, he wants a proof from over here, very interesting Tosafot. We have a whole question on a Mitzvah Tashesh Azman Gerama. A Mitzvah that's bound by time. Can ladies who are exempt from Mitzvah Tashesh Azman Gerama, can they make a Beracha? It's a big Mahalokit. So the Tosafot wants to say yes. Even though ladies are exempt, but they still can make, if they want to do the Mitzvah, for example, Lulav, they're exempt from Lulav. If they want to shake with Lulav, Tosafot says they can say, And he brings it a Ayah from this Gemara. This Kabbalah says, And who's it telling you? Even a lady. Mm-hmm. That means the lady's going up to the Torah. Even though Torah's Mitzvah says, Telling you at certain times. And what is she doing? She's making a Beracha. Even though she's not obligated. So you see what? That even though she's not obligated, they let her go up to the Torah. When she's going up, she's making a Beracha, doesn't she? So if we have an Ayah. However, the Benutam is Dukhe. He says, This Beracha is not a Beracha of the Mitzvah. This is Beracha Tashiva. What's the proof? The proof is we make Berkat Torah in the morning, right? Berkat Shachar, and still when we get a Aliyah, we have to make the Berakah again. What do you mean? We make Berkat Torah already. This Berakah we make by the Sefer Torah is just a praise. It's not a Berakah for the Mitzvah of reading, because it was for the Berakah of reading. You made the Berakah already, so therefore you have no Ra'ayah. You have to bring me a Ra'ayah from a case of. Wait, it's because the mitzvah that they're going to let them make. Not because the shiva. Because the shiva has more uh, different, different, different rules. And then he comes along and says another thing. He said, I can also tell you that what this is talking about over here before the takana that they made to make everybody makes berachot. Remember, we said the original takana was the kohen makes berachah rishona, and the last uh, aliyah makes berachah harona. So therefore, everybody in between made no berachot. So if you have no raiyah, I can argue, tell you, weird. This, this, this was talking about when the ladies were going up in between, and they made no berachot. We have no raiyah on this subject. Now, it should be noted as well. It should be noted as well. There's a sefer eshkol. The Sefer Eshkol wants to say like this. The reason why a lady cannot be mutsi men, which is the re- real reason, is because you have a problem with kol isha irva. You can have a lady get up there now and reading the Sefer Torah with the Ta'amim, the Azla, Gerish, and all this over here. She's singing. Wow. So, could you hear a, a lady's voice singing? So, you want to say this the issue is kol isha irva. Oh, so if that's the case. So what do you bring me Kavot Sibur? Forget about Kavot Sibur. It doesn't stop. It's because of Kobi Sha'arva. So someone answer that uh, you have enough Kamina. Let's say you have a Pinuya, a single girl that's not a Nida. A single girl that's not a Nida, but she went to the Mikveh. So really she doesn't have a Deen of Arva. And therefore her voice is not Arva. So in that case, the Kobi Sha'arva doesn't apply. The only applied thing that applies to me is Kavot Sibur. So that's what the Gemara is coming to include. Really, the reason is Kobi Sha'arva. The what? It's the, for the case where there's no Arva. A non Nida Pinuya. That's the case of the Anyad of the Kavot Sibur. Should be put that other Rishonim want to say. Not like that. Because we know by Megillah also. Megillah, it says that ladies can read the Megillah also. According to some Rishonim. They can read to be Motsi the men. How come the Gemara is over there called Misha'arva? So the Rishonim say that when you're involved in the Mitzvah, 
like reading Sefer Torah, that was what you were thinking about the uh, Arvana. They're reading the Ta'amim, they're reading Pesukim, they're going to start thinking about Arvana. When they said Kobisha Arvana, man, the Gabe, singing songs and stuff like that. But reading the Sefer Torah, this mind's not uh, occupied with those things. So they want to say it's not a Kobisha Arvana subject. Okay, we continue. Iba'ilu. We're going to give it as a question now. Maftir. Maushi Aledim Yan Shivah. Okay, now we discuss the Maftir. Is Maftir one of the seven or not? Mm-hmm. This is the question. Is it seven plus Maftir? So you have eight Olim? Or is the Maftir included in the seven itself? It's six plus your Maftir and you're, uh, and you're done. So that's the Gabbara's question over here. Lavuna Vribriyabar Abba. Mahlokit. Hadamar Ole. One rabbi says, counts, it's included. Hadamar in Ole. Yeah, what's the logic of the Mahlokit over here? Madamar Ole, the Akari. He's reading. What do you mean? Why, why shouldn't he be counting it? He, 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 he has Aliyah. He reads Sefer Torah, it should be counted. Umandamar in Ole, Kidaula. Damar Ola. Mipinema Maftir bin Abi Sarish Yikrabat Torah Tehila. Mipine Kevoda Torah. Really, the maftir, the only reason why we're giving him something to read is because of kavod Torah. What does kavod Torah mean? Really, the maftir is for the haftarah. But it wouldn't be kavod for a guy to go up and just make berachot on the haftarah, because then you're equating haftarah to Torah. Just like you had an go up and make a berachot to read Torah, they have an ole go up and make a berachot to read haftarah. What, so haftarah, the navi and the Torah is equal? So you'd say, you know, it's for the Torah, kavod Torah. Let him read some piskim in the Torah first, to show that he's going up to make a berachot, and then to read the haftarah. So really the reading of the maftir is not uh, for itself. It's just a kavod Torah issue. So since it's a kavod Torah issue, he doesn't count as for the minyan. You have to have seven olim, and then you add a maftir. That is the, that is the subject. So uh, the Rivash asked the question. Hold it. What's the Gibraltar's question? What, what, what did they do in their shoes? For the times of Hazal? They're asking. You, you count them, you don't count them. Rabbi, what did you do last Shabbat? You win Shul last Shabbat, weren't you? Did they count them or not? How many only did they send up? Which means, this is the type of item. Go go, go, go see what they did. What, 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 what's the Shayla? So the Rivas says, Shemenag bimia gemara ya she'el maftid bimiyana shiv'a. Ela shistapeka gemara imnagu ke mishum shekena halakha. Oshmet min adin maftid oled min shiv'a. Ela shinagu leosif. Just for sure, in the synagogues of the Taj Hazal, they sent up seven plus a maftir. But the rabbis wanted to understand what they were doing over there. Are they doing it because that's the halakha, that he's not all in the minyan, or they did it to be safe? Because uh, they, they didn't know what the halakha was like, so they covered themselves. So therefore, there was no indication what they were doing in the synagogue. Jesus, you tell me, they sent up seven plus a maftir. So, well, that, that's not all in the minyan. Or maybe it really is all there, but they want to be mahmir on themselves just in case. So they want to, what's the bottom line? But who's, who's the halakha? Follow like. Now, regarding uh, this subject over here, this Tosfot. The first Tosfot says like this. This safek that we say is maftir olel minyan shiva is not dafka minyan shiva. Ela gam ligabit ta'anit. And a ta'anit we have Three olim. Also, it's the same subject. That's Tosfot Shita. Which means, on Tisha B'Av, for example, we have a maftir. The last olim, the shlishi, he reads uh, Haftarah. Right? Asof Asifim. 
So now the Tosfot's question, Tosfot's question, the Gemara gave an example of Minyan Shiva. But what the, the question is, when it says there's a Haftarah for, let's say, in Chabiav, you set up three, and then a Maftir? Or is the third guy the Maftir itself? So the Maharsha is on this Tosafot. The Maharsha is on this Tosafot, Shimkin, Madua Lukhiha, Gemara, Kemandamar, Oleli, Minyan Shiva, Mabrata Shuval, Rem. If you remember, we had a Brayta above. Remember the bright person that said Sha'abi'av or Tanit Sibur falls out on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, right? So we had a Mahlokat. One Shita said you send up one Ole, and he's the Maftir. And another Shita said, no, you send up three Olim, and Maftir is the third one. So what do you see clearly from that Brayta? The Maftir Ole, the Minyan. What's the subject? You have a clear Brayta answering that question. So therefore the Marsha asks... Asks uh, this question, and really, Tosfot and Masikat Ta'anit brings that as a proof. That why it's Ole. From the fact that we have a bright that says by Ta'anit Sibur, you send up three, and the Shilishi is the Maftir. And you don't have to send up an additional uh, fourth one. Now, Tosfot also explains that in the times of the Gemara, the Maftir, we have to say, read a new piece. Not like Al Manhag, that the Maftir repeats uh, uh, something else. Okay? So he says like this, Even according to the opinion that said Maftir doesn't count, he still held, he read a separate new uh, piece. Which means still, even though he wasn't uh, counted to the Minyan, even though he was reading a new piece. That's what Tosafot would say. But today, the Minhag changed. Today the Maftir only repeats an aliyah that was read already. So Tosfot, if you read it on the bottom, let's read the bottom Tosfot. Let's read the Gemara a little. No, we did that. The Gemara said what? Since the whole reason of the Maftir, reading this Kavod Torah. Really he doesn't have to read the Sefer Torah. Why don't we make him read the piece? We don't want to make the Navi on the same level as the Torah. So look at those four. The Kevot, the Mishuk Kevot Torah, Kerigdonami Lobare, the Kasha, the Fimen Hagenu, Sha'anu no Agim Mikos, Shavotashana, Sham Maftir, Hosev, the Kore Mashkaroli Shonim, the Maftir repeats, the end Kore Klal, Aharkah, Inken, Maika Mishani, Kevot, the Mishuk Kevot, the Torah, Kerigdonami Lobainan. Why did the Kevot have to say that the whole reason why? You don't count them is because Kavod Torah, the reading doesn't count because of Kavod Torah Adraba. Hayalu Lomar Kivan, the end Kore Elamach Karwadi Shonim Kerigdolo Ba'inan. The Gemara should have said that the reason why uh, you don't count them is because he, he just repeats. Ela, you have to say what? Ela, Shvaminat, Dibimea Tanaim, Hayam, Maftir, Kore, Mashelo Karwadi Shonim. You have to say he, he read extra. Peace that was not read by the earlier ones. Which means we have a rule. How many pesukim do you have in Aftara? The Gemara is going to say twenty-one pesukim. Why? Keneged the seven olim, three pesukim per ole for Aftara. So according to ole, that means the seven is part of the minyan. Correct? Seven is part of the minyan, and therefore we're going to have. 21 Pesukim in the Haftarah, Keneged. And therefore, it's obviously he must have read new Pesukim. If he just repeated the same Pesukim over again, we wouldn't add an extra three Pesukim for him in the Haftarah. So that's what proves that must be in the times of the Tanaim, the Maftir got a special 
reading. Kedamin b'samuchim. Ken shvach mina shu kore mashul karuishonim. Vim ken kashe. Lamein adonu agim nasot ken. So Tosfor has a question. Why did we change the minhag? How come we read after the maftir repeating it? Venere. He gives a nice history here. If he should be mechachamim, kaddish after what we would call mashlim. They didn't have that kaddish. kaddish. The was the last one. Why? Which means, why did the rabbis, for example, Ashkenazim, they have a custom, they say a special Pesukim Yiru Ainenu. Why did the rabbis mitakan that? Because they wanted to show this is not a regular Tefillah. Tefillah Arbit Reshut, so they added an extra Pesuk over between Ashkibenu and the Amida to show it's not mandatory. So similarly, Bakin Amit Tiknudu Mar Kaddish Ben Ashiv'ah Le Maftir, Leodiyah She'enu Miminyan Ashiv'ah. The reason why we did this is to put a Kaddish in between. They read seven, this is the obligation there. You did your seven, put a Kaddish, it's over. The Maftir, this is already repeating it, it's Eno Minaminyan. Even when they take out two safarim, they would read the whole uh, all, all that was supposed to be read. Interesting. We don't do that. We have two seferim. We read from the first sefer, let's say uh, seven, and then the maftir. We read from the second sefer. Right. He said, "No, they always would repeat, even when they had two seferim." That was a custom in uh, in, uh, in Europe. Okay, goes to another question. So that's what Tosfot says. Basically, today the reason why we. Uh, repeat the Aftarah is be, read the Maftir is because we finish the Torah we say a Kaddish to show this is the seven this is the mandatory this is the obligation and then after the Maftir is in Oleh and therefore we make it just as a repetition so you have to say the reason why we're being in uh, Oleh is because of uh, uh, we're holding like the Shittah says in Oleh and we're also holding the only reason why has to read is Kavod Torah just so we don't make the Navi on the same uh, on the same level that was what has a question Side question. How come we don't take out two Sufri Torah on Shabbat? Chaurah, we have a Qurban Musaf. Every day that we have a Qurban Musaf, there's always a Sefer. So we should take out Parashat HaShavuah, and then the second Sefer is Biyom HaShabbat, There's never Qurban Musaf. So Tosfot says, how come every Shabbat of the year there should be two Sufri Torah? Just like on Yom Tov, there's two Sufri Torah, there's the reading, and then the Musaf. So Shabbat also, so Tosfot says, Behashe'en motzi'in bet sifrei Torot. Bechol ha-Shabbatot leklo b'shiniyav yom ha-Shabbat. Kemo she'osim b'yom tov, nir'el efi she'en b'parasha ila shnei pesukim. Simple answer. If you look at the yom ha-Shabbat, shnei kamasim ila shnei timimim, etc. It's only two pesukim. And we know you can't take out a sefer to read two pesukim only. So you tell me, so read a little more. What are you going to read a little more? The next part is about Rashi HaShechem. What's the, what's the Anyan of Rosh Chodesh to do with no. uh, Shabbat? So you can't just start reading extra Pesukim that have nothing to do with the Anyan. So since the whole reading is two Pesukim, that's why you cannot take out the Sefer Torah on Shabbat Musaf. That's the first answer of Tosafot. 
Then he gives a different answer. Whatever rule when it comes to the haftara, the haftara always follows the last reading. For example, when you have two sefer Torah, so the haftara will always follow the second, the second sefer, sefer sheni. So it comes out if you're going to take out the the Yom Shabbat, okay? That means every every week you have the same haftara. On Shabbat, so you're not going to have a chance to read any other haftarot. So it's going to lock you into the same haftarot every week. We want to make a variety of haftarot, so that's why we don't put the second sefer. The oldest Omar, third reason. The second sefer you only take out if the korbanot that are brought are kapara korbanot. But if it's not an atonement korban. You don't read it in the second sefer. Kede parish the kamam perik ben aish shikurim ben beyom tov umahani diyeseh kilu kribum. Avak korbanot Shabbat enam beim le kapara umishumachi en korim beim. Okay, klal of the tosafot. There's other reasons that are also given by the hakamim. Just give you a couple of reasons over here. That's the Maram Mirotenberg. Maram Mirotenberg says shekevat shekiriat Shabbat itadira. Since Shabbat, it's every week. We're only going to mention korbanot that come from time to time. Let me remind the kahal that this is what they did on the Yom Tov. But Shabbat every week, you don't have to remind anybody. So that's another reason why you would not have to uh, do such a thing. Okay, so that's the uh, that's the subject. Comes the Gemara and continues. Now, we have a fantastic mahlokit. Is maftir olim in a minyan or in olim? So the Gemara says, we have a question. The Maftir has to read Haftara at least 21 Pesukim. Where do they get 21 Pesukim? Keneged Shiva Shikaru Batura. Keneged the seven. Right? Three Pesukim per Ole. The Im Ita. And if you're going to tell me that he's not Ole the Minyan, Esrim Varba Avyan. So what do you mean? So that's already 24. It's in Ole, you have eight Olim. Eight Olim, eight times it should be 24. So you see what? That must be his Olel Minyan. That it's the seven includes the Naftir. So the Kabbalah says, no, Kevan de Mishum Kavod Torah, Kenegdo Name Lo Now still, even if you want to tell me he's not Olel Minyan, okay? But still, we're not going to add Pesukim for him in Haftarah. Because his reading is really not considered a mandatory reading in itself. You're only reading because. Because we don't want to equate the reading with the Haftarah. Well, you're going to let a guy go up now and just make a Barakhan Haftarah? Just like he went up to make a Barakhan the Torah, he's making the, 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 the Navi equal to the Torah. So the only reason why he reads is for Kavodah Torah. So for Kavodah Torah, even though it's eight, but for him you don't got to add an extra T for Haftarah. Because his reading is not like the other readings. His reading is only to get you to the... To the Navi, for Kavod Torah. So therefore, we don't have to include. We have no raya from that subject. But what do you see over here? Minimum haftarah is how much? Twenty-one. Pesukim. Tera tigeber asus batkif. Taraba vare olotechem sefu. That's haftarah. Delo avyan esrim vehad vekarinan. That haftarah is not twenty-one pesukim, and we read it. Now that's because the subject finishes over there. Which is if it's a complete subject, even if it's less than 21, okay. finish. You read the complete story, so that's fine. So the Gebra says, 
Oh, you're telling me that if the subject is not finished, then you got to read minimum 21? I was a fellow of Rabbi Hanan many times. Already we read Tepes, Kimin Aftara, Amarlan, Afsiku. Is okay enough? Finished. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I can be told me 21. So, where there's an interpreter, it's different. They used to have to have been some places that they would translate the Haftarah. Right. Now, for every Pasuk and Haftarah, they would translate. So then already they said, you know what? Ten is enough. Because you're hearing it twice, really. You're hearing it once from the Hebrew reading, and then you hear once from the Turgeman. Otherwise, you're going to be 21 Pasukim with Turgum, is Torah Sibur. So, therefore, in a place where there's a Turgeman, already let you get away with the minimum, which would really be ten. Like the Gemara says. So by the way, proves that's why we don't have a Turgeman, by the way. Because you see, it's Talim min Hag. It's not a deen. So the Dr. Sfot says, Ba'alzeh anu sumchim, she'en anu min targimin haftarot. She'bechol yimot ashana v'chena parashiyot. Because you see, the whole Targum issue is was a, a min Hag. So some people had the min Hag, some people did. But when you had the min Hag, they didn't want to metriyah you on the Pesukim haftarot, so you can even read ten Pesukim. Comes the next Mishnah. The next Mishnah basically is going to tell us all different uh, rituals and, uh, and the tefillah, etc., that you need to have a minimum of ten people. You need a minyan. So the Mishnah says, "Ain porsin al shema, ve'en ovrim lefnei ateba, ve'en nosim et kapein, ve'en kolim b'torah, ve'en mafdinim b'nabi, ve'en osim ma'amad u'moshah, ve'en omrim merkat abedim v'tarachme abedim u'merkat atanim, ve'en mezamenim b'shem pachot ma'asara." Let's go to one 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 at a time. Porsim al shema. What is porsim al shema? According to Rashi. You have ten people, they missed Minyan. They missed the Minyan, which means, not that they missed the Minyan, they prayed Amidah with the Minyan, but they missed Barikhu. So now, what would they do? Not they missed Barikhu. They would come together again. One of them would say uh, Kaddish, he would say Barikhu, and then he would say out loud the first Baracha of Yotzer. Everybody would say with him, Kadosh, 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 Hashem, Salaam, Allah, and finish. What was this called? Pores al-Shema. What does Pores mean? Pores is to break, to split. Because they're not making the two berachot of Kiryat Shema, they're only making one beracha. Now why would they do this? So because you got to make barichu. So the hadush is that if you want to make barichu, you're able to do it in this way. Now why would they have to say yourself? You say Kadish, say barichu and go home. No, because this opinion is holding that the Kadosh, 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 they didn't say it. Because they weren't, they didn't have a uh, minyan, let's say. Let's say they were praying, ten guys prayed it all, and I got together now. So why do we put it al-shema? The kadosh kadosh of Yotzer needs a minyan. So therefore they need to say that biracha as well, in order to say kadosh kadosh with the uh, hazan, and then they are Yotzer. That's called pores al-shema. So you need ten people to be pores al-shema. Okay, that's the way that she understands. Tosfod has a different understanding. No, why do you need ten? You can even get away with seven and three. Because even if you had seven people that uh, didn't say Barikhu, and you had three people that did already, it's also okay. Then there's another shita that he brings down from uh, uh, the Shonim. Even one is okay. You have one and nine. You can have the one guy get up, say Kaddish, say Barikhu, and be Motsi. But that's the deen of Puri. Everybody agrees you need ten. The question is, what's the numbers? Ten that didn't do it at all? Seven and three, or even one that did not say the barichu, and it can be pores al shema by saying the beracha. Now that's the first case. Okay. Now the avijovir 
פירוש רש"י אקספיין שום מלשון פירושה, פורסינית לשון פירושה, פיס, והיינו חצי דבר, וביאר שמדובר במניין שלו שמא קדיש וברכו וקדושה, דניאל זה קדיש וברכו, שבברכות יוצר אור, ועומד אחד מהם ואומר קדיש וברכו ולכן יוצר ברכת קריאת שמע, היא ברכת יוצר אור, והרן הוסיף, תדען עץ, שמדובר שכל אחד מאלו כבר בירך לעצור ברכת קריאת שמע, ועוד נגד ברכות קריאת שמע, אולם מכיוון שהיה זה ביחידות since they prayed ביחיד, לא אמרו קדיש וברכו, ומה שמברכים מלכת יוצר אור, why they make the make מלכת יוצר אור, הוא משום קדושת והאופנים, והאופנים ואחרת הקודש, etc. והיינו שיחיד אינו אומרה, וחוזרים לומר את המלכה בציבור כדי לומר קדושה. very good. אין עוברים לפני הטבע. אמרו את זה ואז חזרה. somebody wants to say the עמידה. קדושה, you need 10 people to be עובד לפני התיבה, to say the עמידה. הם נושאים את כפיהם, נושאים את כפיהם, ברכת כהנים. ברכת כהנים obviously is item that you need. Why? Because some want to say the פסוס is קוטי בעריכו את בני ישראל. It has to be בני ישראל, it has to be a group of people to make the ברכה. ואין קוראים בתורה, because obviously ספר תורה, צלת כבוד זה סטייקת הספר תורה, לא סתם תם פיפול. והם מפתינים בנביא, זו הפטרה, ואין עושים מעמד במושב. But the nun, the custom was, after somebody would pass away, they would, exactly, when they walked them from the funeral, let's say, to the Bet HaKevarot. So they would have seven stops on the way, was called מעמד ומושב, which means the people would go, and now they would stop, and somebody would give a hispid. Then they would get up, okay, Amdu Yikarim Amodu, the Shadiyah would say get up, Rabotai Yikarim, precious ones, let's continue. They would continue walking. They would, oh, they get to a certain spot, stop. They would sit down, someone would give a eulogy, that was called Ma'amad Umoshaf, getting up and sitting down. So why would they do that to, why do you need 10 people for this? So the Gavara is going to say, because the Shadiyah would call these people Amdu Yikarim, precious ones. So it's not kavod to call people less than ten. You're not going to call them yikarim because then what did you leave for the? What did you leave for more than? Which we already it's the terminology. You're not going to matriah ashaliyah to start now having to address these people that are less than ten in in this fashion. So they said that if kavod, the only time you do ma'amad the moshav and this ritual is with ten people. Next one. Is berkat avilim. Can we explain to us what berkat avilim is? Then homei avilim. Also, is the mourners uh, the way they used to do it on the way home from the funeral? But Menam, the Menachamim uh, would stand in rows, and the mourners would walk through them, and they would give them their Nechama. So the Gemara Berachot told us that each row has to have at least ten. ten. That was the Kavod. Furthermore, Tanhumei Avim Berkat Hatanim. That's the Shemach Berachot that they make at the weddings and then the whole week. Ve'em Zemanim B'Shem. זימון, נברך אלוקינו שהקמנו משלו, שיוון רק זימון בשם, פחות מעשרה. יגרה אב וואט? תן פיפול. ובקרקעות, תשעה וכהן. קרקעות, the person has that's a piece of land, it's קדוש. He made it קדוש. Now he wants to redeem it. So you have to take the value of the קרקעה, and give it the money to the Bet HaMikdash. She needs an assessment. So the appraisal. So how many people do you need for this appraisal? You need ten. But the Hadush of the Mishnah is that you need nine, you can have nine regular, but one of them has to be a Kohen. Tisha'ah be Kohen, for the appraisal. And the Gibraltar is going to learn it from Pesukim. Ve'adam ke'yotzebayim. And a man is similar to that law. What does that mean? Let's say a person has an Ivid, okay? And it was Magdish's Ivid. Right, so now he wants to redeem the value of his Ivid and give it to the Abed HaMikdash. So also you need an appraisal. A person himself, yeah, yeah, yeah. person himself makes a, yeah, yeah. On, on himself. 
He wants to give his value to the Beit Hamikdash, which is so you have to you have to appraise him as a Eved. So how much? How do you do it? You have to take ten people. One of them is a Kohen, and they make the appraisal. So that's the Kibbutz is going to go to each item. How do you know these uh, items? Which items are we talking about over here? We're talking about the subject of Minyan. Amar Hayabar Abamar Yuhanan. We have a pasuk. I will be sanctified amidst B'nai Israel. That doesn't tell me how many people, but. But the Gibraltar just says, Go the Vashti Kedushah, Lo Yepahot Ma'asara. Well, where do you see from? The person just says, amidst B'nai Yisrael. Where do you know this from? We have a gizrash of atok tok. It says by Korah, when he had his mutiny, what does the person say? Moshe tells the people, Separate yourselves from this Aida. And I have another gizrash of by the Miragilim, Moshe calls the Miragilim in Aida. How many Miragilim? There were 12, but take out Yoshua and Caleb, because they were not part of the Aida Ra'ah. So Aida is 10. And it says by Korah, Badilum Mitoch, Aida. Toch, Toch, Vikdashti, Betok, Bena Yisrael. So between the Toch, Toch, Aida, Aida, we get to the number 10. Ma'alalan Asara. Afghan Asara. A lot of the uh, Mephashim of do not accept these Pesukim, because why would we learn from Korach or from the Miragilim? Right. Well, you want to learn in the Tashdim and Tukhman Israel? You want to learn from from Sadiqim? What are you learning from here? So I saw one of the, I think, Baal Musar, he brings an Atrapa. We want to show you over here that 10 people get together, even though they're not Sadiqim, the Shekhinah Shurab which means when we have a Minyan, we don't have to look at who the people are. Bottom line, 10 people come to the Minyan, they count it, just like we say, even the Halbena was Mr. Tzuraf in the Ketoret. Why? Because uh, the Bore Olam counts the Sibur. Sibur is a Shetavot Sadiqim, Benonim, Benesha'im. Once they come together, they were part of the Minyan. Be'en Osi Ma'amad Moshab Pohot Ba'asara. Okay, so now the Gebra says Ma'amad Moshab. That's the ritual that they did on the way home from the funerals, to standing and sitting, you know, stopping with us the seven times. Keban, Deba'ad Ulmar, Imdu Yikarim Amodu. Sister Shri has to say, stand up, precious one, stand up. Shivu Yikarim Shivu, Batsir Ma'asara Lav Orahara. Less than ten is not. They require to be matriyah di sibur to call them Yikarim. But she says, if you're going to call less than ten Yikarim, what are you going to call more than ten? That's the biggest price. So it seems they wanted you to use that the terminology, and therefore, so they came up more than ten. Ve'enurim Berkat Avelin, Uberkat Hatarim. My Berkat Avelin, what is this Berkat Avelin? So the Gemara says Berkat Rehaba. The Berakha that they said in the street. What's the Berakha they said in the street? So look at the Tosafot. This Birkat Amazon is not referring to Birkat Amazon of the Avelim. They didn't make that in the street, the Birkat Amazon. Which means there were certain Birkat that were done in the middle of the street when they used to console the uh, mourners. So they used to make a special Birkat. And the Gemara is going to explain. The Gemara says, "Davar if you talk about Rabbi Hanan, Berakat Avelim Baasara, the Berakat Avelim, that's the mourners themselves make. You need ten people there. Ve'en Avelim in a minyan, and the mourners are not part of the minyan. Because what is the Berakat Avelim? What they're doing is they're thanking the uh, consolers 
for consoling them. Uh-huh. And therefore, they can be part of the minyan, because this is the berakhah to the minahamim. Uh-huh. And the tells us what the berakhah was. Shari'u omir berakhah the minahamim if they aslam. Ahenu, ba'ala gemul, yishalem nechem gemulchem atov. That the one that gives payment for the mitzvot should pay you for your good actions. Baruchat Hashem, mishalem ha-gemul. Now, v'la'abilim if they aslam. Now then, the consolers, they make a berakhah to the mourner. Now what do they say? Ahenu. Baal Nehamot Yinahim Etchem Baruchat Hashem Minahim Abelim And therefore you can't count the mourners over there either Because this is talking about the Visitors like the, the visitors themselves are, uh, are, are Are giving consolation now To the, uh, to the mourners So therefore this is the Berachat that they make in the street The, the Abelim would Say Berachat to them To the Menachamim The Menachamim would say Berachat to the Abelim Ve'en Abelim Me'en Aminyan Berachat Hatanim Ba'asara that's the Shiva Berachot. You need ten. The Hatanim in a Minyan. But this case you can't have me. Why? Because they also have in the Mizrah of Simcha. We were saying all these Berachot, he's included. He's, he has also Mizrah to be happy for seven days. Right. So therefore, these Berachot are for the Simcha. So therefore, the Bechat Hatanim is included. You cannot say, Nevarek Elokeinu. Unless you have a minyan, when it comes to zimun. Kevan, the ba'il, the ba'il, the ba'il, the lokenu, batsir ma'asara la mo'rachara. Not the rechere to say Hashem's name without ten people. That karkaot, now we say when you're making an assessment on karkaot, tisha'ah the kohen. You said the praisers, nine, plus a, one and one kohen, which is ten. Ba'adam kirutsebem, nalge plus minan emile. Amar Shemuel, asara kwarim ketubim beparasha. If you look at the parasha of assessments, there's three parashiyot. You have over here, Erchin, that's where a person says, my value. I, I want to donate to the Beit HaMikdash. Now that's a set price. That you don't need an assessment really. Erchin, the Torah tells you, if you're a male, a certain age, the Torah already defines exactly how much you have to pay. It says the word Kohen three times in the parasha of Erchin. When it talks about consecrating an animal right. to the Beit HaMikdash, it says the word Kohen also three times. Mm-hmm. And by consecrating property, it says the word Kohen four times. So if you look at all the parasha of uh, assessments, the word Kohen is said ten times. Now, from the fact that it's written ten times, Sfachamim learned you need ten people for the assessment. Okay. Now the Gemara says, how do you know that one of them has to be a Kohen and not can be even a Israel? So he says, Had the Gufe. Well, the first time it says Kohen, it's for itself. It's telling you you need a Kohen. So one, the first Kohen means you gotta have a Kohen there. Now, the Idach, the other nine, have them Mi'ut Tahar Mi'ut. The end Mi'ut Tahar Mi'ut, Elal Rabot, Tishai Yisraelim, the Had Kohen. Which means we have a rule like this. Anytime we have a, a word, let's say it says Kohen. So Kohen tells me, a Kohen, yes. Somebody else, no. no. Then it says the word Kohen again. Mm-hmm. Right. So now already you have a mi'ut, a had mi'ut. The first Kohen minimized everybody else. The second one minimized everybody else. So there's a cloud. When you have two mi'uts next to each other, it flips to become a general. A general. And therefore mi'ut, a had mi'ut is a bot. So therefore the other nine is mi'ut, 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 Kohen, 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 Kohen. So therefore since it's a mi'ut, a had mi'ut, it comes to say what? A bot. Therefore all those Kohanim flip to Yisraelim, and therefore you can have one Kohen and nine Yisraelim. Hold it. You're working with Mi'ut, Ahar Mi'ut. How should it work? You have a Mi'ut. But then you have a Mi'ut. Okay, I say two and three. Okay, so two and three. So that flips to a uh, Mi'ut, Ahar Mi'ut. Then you have a third, another Mi'ut. Once you have a third Mi'ut, it goes back to a Kohen. Which means 
it should really come out like four and six, right, right. five and five. Right. So the Gemara asks this question: Kasha, because every time you have three in a row. So therefore, she explains it. That she says that the The third one already is not a miut anymore. Sheni mi'ut, achar mi'ut, it's Rabbele Yisrael. Okay, when you did mi'ut, achar mi'ut, so you included A, Yisrael. Hadar atak kohen shilishi, when the third kohen's written, ashmina deleve kohen. Velo Yisrael. That teaches me now, dafka kohen. Vechen hamisha, vechen zayin, vechen tet. Therefore, based on your mi'ut, achar mi'ut, it should really be five and five. The Gemara says, kasha. The Gemara leaves that in a kasha, which is obviously there's an answer to it. How do you have to say that the dynamics of a mi'ut, achar mi'ut doesn't work that way? Once when you have consecutive mi'utim, they're all consecutive mi'utim. Yeah, don't you, don't, right, exactly, you don't turn it around after every third one. And then you continue it the whole way through. Therefore, it's nine and one. But you know how to sifarat to say maybe a mi'ut, a mi'ut works, that every third one goes back to a, uh, a, a mi'ut instead of a uh, general. Last point, Adam And similarly in Adam, when you're coming to appraise an Adam, to take his uh, uh, assessment, what you have to have ten. So the Gemara says, Adam, Mikadosh. Which means, what are you talking about? Could a person consecrate himself? I understand you can consecrate an animal. You can consecrate even land. But you can't consecrate a human being. So what does it mean? Hekdesh uh, They make yourself Hekdesh? Amar Babu Ve'omer Demi Adai. When it's talking about where a guy says, my value is on me. I want to give my worth to the Beta Mikdash. Not Erech. Because Erech, I don't need an assessment. Erech, whatever the Torah says. You're, you're a male by this age. It means, my value, how much I'm worth? How much is he worth? How much could they fetch for him on the market to sell him as a slave? Well, that already need uh, the rabbis to come along and analyze it. Now, why would you need ten? So it says, Detanya ha'omer demi alai. The Britain says demi alai. Shamin oto ke'ebed. Now, the evid it kash le karkaot. An evid kena'ani is compared in the Torah to land. How do we know that? Let's say a person has an Evid Kenani. He dies. That Evid Kenani goes as Yerusha to his son. Could you be, uh, could you be Morish human beings? Mm-hmm. No, you only Morish Karka. Have real estate. I Morish the real estate to my children. Right. However, the Torah says, when it comes to an Evid Kenani, it says you will bequeath your Ebed Kena'ani to your children like an Ahuza, like a piece of real estate. So you see what? An Ebed Kena'ani is considered property. And therefore, just like by property, we said you need nine in a Kohen. So to buy somebody giving a value of himself. What is value of himself? An assessment as an Ebed Kena'ani. What is he going to get? It's also like Karka. So just like we learned in the Mishnah. Karka'ot is a Kohen. And we know Ebed Kena'ani is Dometu. So you also need nine and one for the assessment.